Lord God, Father, heaven bless you once again for another day. We pray as always, Father, as we meet with you, that you would have mercy on us this day. We pray, Father, that you would fill us with your spirit, the spirit of Christ, Christ Jesus, the Son, your Son, the Son of the living God, dear Father. Father, I pray that as we read this morning, that all things that we hear, we would not only be hearers of the truth, which is your word, also doors as well. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen. Good morning, everyone. We're getting ready to start a new chapter. In the book of uh, the New Testament uh, section of of the Bible. And I'm speaking of Colossians. Colossians is believed that it is a letter, once again, one of Paul's letters. And we must remember that Paul is a major authority in the church. And when I say he's a major authority, meaning that his authority comes from God. He was chosen by Jesus Christ. To preach the gospel. The gospel which speaks about the Son of God. God the Father, of course, as well. God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. It speaks about these three. But especially, it speaks about the works of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which God had perfected in the Son by the Holy Spirit. All these three are working for the same end goal, which is to glorify God and to reconcile by not and to but to glorify God by reconciling that is bringing back a People, sinful people, fallen in Adam, to bring them back into a right relationship with the Father. So all these things are taking place even right now as we talk about it. God is active, actively saving his people from their sin. He is actively delivering people from the eternal judgment of God by the Son and by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Mm. Now, over in Colossians, we'll begin with chapter 1. It begins by, again, basically stating what I just said. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus. By the will of God. It's not by the will of man, but by the will of God that Paul is an apostle. And he includes Timothy 
and he calls Timothy his brother. And he's writing to those who are holy and faithful. Holy and faithful men, women, and children in Christ. Colossae. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, he says. And I, too, want to extend God's grace to you and peace to you this morning. And my love for you all. Paul, in verse 3, he begins by giving thanks to God. He says, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. Because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints. The faith and love that spring from the hope that is stored up for you in heaven that you have already heard about in the word of truth, the gospel that has come to you. The word of truth. The gospel is true. Do you believe? Do you believe that the gospel is true? Do you believe it to a point of where you actually live it out from day to day? Well, I hope so. Because this is what Paul is talking about. Paul is talking about that which speaks about God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit speaks about the good news that all those who have fallen in Adam have now been saved, that is delivered from their eternal punishment for their sin. You have to remember that it was Adam and Eve. It was through Adam and Eve that sin entered into the human race. It affects it's all. It is called original sin by most theologians. And it was this it was this sin that the Lord Jesus it is this sin that our Lord God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit delivers us from. That is good news. Is it good news to you? I hope it is, because not only does he deliver us from our sin, he delivers us. He will deliver us, he, not will, but he does. He delivers us, he delivers us, that is God. God delivers us from eternal death. That is a separation from God the Father. A separation from the Lord God. He delivers us from that as well. Do you believe? Now, in this chapter, though, I have to admit, Paul <coughs> focuses on the Son. Over in verse 15, Paul focuses on the Son to a point that mostly he speaks about the supremacy of the Son. The Son of God. The Son of God is Jesus. Jesus 
is the Christ. He is the Messiah. He is the anointed one. He is the one that is spoken about in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, it was the Christ. It was this Christ that our ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the nation of Israel, it is this Christ that they look forward to, to delivering them ultimately from the judgment of God. Paul says, it is he that is the son, Christ that is. It is he who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. Notice that. It's very important you understand that it is the Son that God had made or is making a people after the image of the invisible God like Him, like, like Jesus. Jesus is the model after which God is creating a people, a people that will live and la that is last forever, a people that will worship God forever. Are you with me? This is what Paul is talking about. The firstborn over all creation. That is Jesus. For it is by Jesus the Son of God, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by the Son, the Son of God, Jesus. They were created by Jesus and for Jesus. Notice that. All things belong to him. Reminds me of our, reminds me of the Heidelberg Catechism, question number one. What is our only comfort in life and death? Well, the answer is, our only comfort in life and death is that we are not our own. But we have been brought with the price of the precious blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Remember that? Verse 17, it is the Son who was before all things. It is the Son that is his that is in all things. It is in him, I should say, in, in him that is in the Son, all things hold together. And he, that is the Son, is the head of the body, the church. We are the church, the new covenant believers of God. It is Jesus who is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. So that in everything he might have the supremacy. It is Christ that is supreme over all God's creation. That is in heaven and in the earth. He is the beginning and the end. It is the Son that is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. He is the all in all. Is he that for you? 
People of God, I hope so. I hope that this Jesus is your Christ. I hope that he is your supreme Christ. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. And through him, the Son, to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God, you were separated from God, you were enemies of God in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body and through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. This is the good news. And if you continue in your faith, established and firm, not moved from the hope held out in the gospel, you will be blessed for all eternity. I hope you want to be blessed, not only for this day, but for all eternity. Because this is what the gospel is all about. The gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven. And of which now Paul speaks about. I'm speaking about. And many others have spoken about and will speak about. And I hope that today that you too will be moved by the gospel. Moved to a point of where you too will share the news. Do you believe? Are you ready to share the good news of Jesus Christ? Not only with your, with your speech, but also with your behavior, the way you live your life. Are you ready? Are you willing? If you're not willing and if you're not ready, pray. Pray to God. Ask God to convict your heart. Ask God to change your heart and to begin a newness in you whereby you will tell others about the Son, about Jesus, the man who saves from death, the man that will save you for all eternity. The man who has been chosen by God, God the Father, to be that example, to be that model after which we are being created by faith. All this is by faith in Him. Amen? Now, let us pray. Your heads bow and eyes closed. Lord God, Father in heaven, thank you once again for this message. I pray as always, Father, again, that you would make us not only hearers of your word, but doers as well this day. I pray, Father, that we would go forth today and that we would tell the news. The news about your son. All the marvelous things that you have done in your son. 
and all the marvelous things you are doing for the people of God by the Spirit of God. So many things are happening right now that we should be thankful for, that we should be happy about, that we should be blessed by. And so, Father, I pray today that we will. In Jesus' name, I ask and pray. Amen.